Warning. The following podcast may contain people who aren't very good at golf. You're listening to the Chili Dippers Podcast. That is right. Thank you, Duke. You are listening to the Chili Dippers. I'm your host, Luce Disco Clark. And on the line with me, as always, is a man who somehow has gone into retirement. Dave Cannon-Rolston. How are you, mate? That's correct. Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. We, we, we touched on it briefly last week, but it's official. I am officially retired. I've done my working career is over. Um, I finish up next week, move back to Australia, and um, it's the easy life for me. Now, <laughs> I don't know whether you get it all over. I want to know how <laughs> someone who... Up until recently, hasn't handed into tax return over fifteen thousand dollars. Is going going into <laughs> retirement. How's this? Um, how's it work? What? How's this working? Well, look, I don't want to talk about money too much, um, but I've been paid reasonably well over here, and I've um, look. Don't get me wrong; I'm only planning to live till forty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as long as I've got enough to retire and live to ninety-six by any means. <laughs> so you got what? Um, how many years? Uh, how, how old are you? Forty. Six. Six, two years, okay, that's all yeah. right. You could get by yeah. with two years. So, um, yeah, look, look it's, it's sort of semi-retirement. It's, it's, I never stayed in a job long enough to have long service leave, so it's all the long service leaves I should have had all at once. I'll just have a year or two off. And what is the plan? Year or two? <laughs> what, what is the plan for that year or two? Well, look, I've got a few really good things planned, but we'll do it chronologically. Because mm-hmm. um, I actually don't know. know. I don't know the plan. I'm actually, this is not podcast, uh, Paddy, and I actually don't know. Oh, all right. Well, gee, you're, you should because you're involved in a fair <laughs> bit of it. <laughs> Fill me in. <laughs> um, well, the, the, uh, back to Australia on the 3rd of October. Yep. First weekend, we have our punt club mid-year get-together. Mid-year get-together. Looking forward to that. Yes, at the Carawanga. So golf and catch up with the boys there, which will be fantastic. Yep. Now, the next weekend... You've planned a golf trip for me and you. Yes, I have. And really? I, those two things I didn't know about. So we've, what the plan is, we're going to do, a, trying to tick off a few little top 100s. I was looking at my list the other day and there's not too many left in Victoria I need to get. So what I'm thinking is we go down the Mornington Peninsula area, sort of around the Frankston, stay somewhere around there. And we're going to tick off Sandhurst. Um, Sandhurst. Yep. Is that where I said my mate works? Yes, that is where your mate works. No, 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 no. That is where my mate used to work. Oh. <laughs> As I rang him, um, his wife got a large promotion at work and he decided to have a year or two off. Oh, what is going on? <laughs> so he doesn't work there any. But he did say he'd ring the, what's the name for the golf master or the head of the golf department or something? There's a term for it. Well, um, at, at your club? Yeah. President. He said he would ring him. And see if he can look after us and get us on there, though. Okay, okay, okay. Yep. Um, so that well, okay. And I'm also thinking of heading over to Lee and Gatha is the other golf course, which oh, is about right. sort of an hour and a bit to the east of Frankston. And Are we out in the bush at Lee and I Gatha. No, I got no idea. I don't know anything about it whatsoever, other than it's in the top 100, and they have I a think golf course in Lee and Gatha. I reckon there'll be a great bakery and a nice golf course, and that'll be it. We will sniff that out. The other one that I'm actually looking forward to is Ran Furley, which is uh, ranked fairly high. 
Yeah, I think we tossed that up when we, we went did. down there last time. We tossed up Rand Fairley and the other one that we ended up and playing. And we played them. Waterford Valley instead. Yep. All right. Yep. And the last one is going to be a little bit of – that's all the top 100s that we haven't played down that area. Yep. I'm going to throw in a little mystery uh, course for you that I'm not going to tell you about until we arrive. I, actually, to be honest, I don't even know which one it is yet, um, <laughs> but I'm not going to tell you. I've got it narrowed down two or three. I've just looked around that area, found, seen some photos and thought, yeah, that actually look okay. All right. Um, well, that's good then. So that'll give us a bit to pot about because obviously we haven't got a course to pot about today. Yep. Um, so we're doing a bit of a preview. Yeah. Um, yep. So, all right, so we, we, you named at least four courses there and the, and the Punt Club weekend. That'll give us plenty to go on, all right? Unless one of our listeners out there can get us on some private course that we uh, can't get ourselves on, feel free to hit us up. Are you you directing that at anyone in particular? Um, Some of the pros around Black Bull, maybe Gen Y Golf. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, speaking of that, Gen Y Golf, uh, which we've talked about uh, on our pub before, which we've become sort of social media friends with. Yeah, um, I've yep. hit him up. He's uh, the the one of the organisers of that. We're gonna he's gonna try to join us for for one of the rounds, and hopefully we'll hopefully get him on the pod and do a little bit of an uh, interview style podcast with him, which would uh, be really interesting, I think. Uh, that'd be great. Yeah, if he runs Gen Y Golf, he'll be he'll be really interesting. He'll have plenty to talk about. All right. So then, so back to my plan. So so that's the first two weekends on my way. Then, funnily enough, the next the Wednesday straight after that weekend, I fly to Hong Kong. Oh. Uh, so I'm going to Hong Kong, Without and now, like, funnily enough, an hour or so ago, Chops um, sent through our uh, our schedule. Mm, this already hurts that you're going to Hong Kong without me. Yeah. So Hong Kong, so Macau. So I get to Macau. We're there for four or five days. Then we've got a, a five-day long weekend at his holiday house in Vietnam, which is on a multi-golf course resort yeah, in the town of Da Nang. That's fucked anyway. Keep going. Yep. And then we then we just go back to Macau for a bit. And then we've got a weekend at Mission Hills. I'm not I'm not sure I can <laughs> not sure I can continue this podcast. <laughs> so I would now look oh Mission Hills while don't get me wrong, I'll, I'll I will enjoy it, but I will take it as I will be doing a a preview and a checkout and finding out all the ins and outs for us. Recon. So, so you, me, I know Goodser and Fixer and a couple of um, listeners like that want to come and we'll get and we'll do a trip there. But I'll have I'll do some uh, at the coal face research for us and we'll be right to go. Mm, still doesn't mm, still doesn't sit well with me. But anyway, good on you. Good on you. <laughs> yes, and then so then we're back to Macau for a bit, and then we go to the Philippines to Manila for a, for a four or five day weekend. And then back to Macau and China and Hong Kong, and then I'm back home late November, early December. So that's a that's a five or six or seven week trip I've got there. Um, yes. Now sure then I'll it's get back downhill from December. here. December. Oh, sorry to say again. Surely it's downhill from here. No, 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 no. Well, then when we get back, I'm going to probably go to Perth for two or three weeks, mm. and I was thinking that'd be a great chance for you and. Uh, your lovely lady friend to come over to Perth for a weekend and we could play some of the top courses there we've been talking about. Some. I've got about – there's about nine I've got to play over there. Well, we could get three <laughs> or four knocked off um, um, over there. So, yeah, early – late November, early December, Perth trip, you up for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we can organise that We sure. won't carve it in stone. Yeah, by yeah. Any, but, yeah. Yep. And then I come back to Australia – back to uh, Wangaratta, Melbourne for um, – just the Christmas, New Year period and all that sort of stuff. 
which will be great to catch up to everyone while they're on break. And, and obviously you and me will play a heap of golf there, get some pods done, maybe go to a few of the uh, tournaments like, you know, the Australian Opens and all that they have down in Melbourne, all that sort of stuff, which will be great. Yep. And then um, our good friend Alan Wise and oh, I have, have planned to walk across Spain and Portugal over a two-month period. <laughs> You will only live to 48. That, that'll, that'll <laughs> would, however old you're going to be when you finish that trip or on that trip, that's it. Yeah, well, I haven't got anything planned after that trip, yeah, so good. that could be the end. Don't, so don't. There's, a thing called, there's a thing called the Way of St. James, which is a holy pilgrimage that starts in southern France and it's 780 kilometres long and you walk, so it takes, it, it's 33 stages, but you say take about 40 days to do it because you have a daft here and there and you end up at the huge church where the Apostle St. James was buried. Um, So we're going to do that. But then from there, you could also do that same walk through Portugal, but it's about four or 500 kilometres. So we'll do it backwards through Portugal. So we end up in the beaches of Lisbon and and Porto in Portugal and just spend our summer lying on the beach there. So so the plan is to not – you're literally going to walk the whole way? Yeah, yep. I don't think – I don't believe that. There's yeah, well. no way in the world <laughs> you guys won't think, oh, shit, let's just get this next 100Ks out there on a car or a bus or some... some i tell you what it would be, it would be amazing to do in a golf cart. Oh, yeah. That would be the perfect mode of transport to do it would be yeah, a golf be. cart. Yeah. But, um, but no, no, we're walking it. We're walking it. We're doing it. You can do bicycles for certain legs, but... Um, I'll allow bicycles. I'll allow that. Yep. But, um, so look, and that's the plan. So that'll get us. To, so when did I say that's mid March, mid April? Uh, that that gets us to May, and then um, then we'll see what's going on then. Ah, well, well, it's not not very often I'm jealous of you, Dave Ralston. No, well, it's about time. That's good. So um, <laughs> yeah, lo- looking forward to all that. Oh, now one other thing I did want to mention in there. I mentioned I know Goodzer and Fixer, who who we know listen to the show. Fixer obviously uh, has his own pod. The uh, uh, the cut of the jib boys, which yep. goes great. And which and fixer good- are you talking? Uh, which goods are you talking about? I'm talking about old goods. Are. Yep, Paulie. Now old oh, goods sorry. are in. Uh, Marky. Yep, and his lovely wife Jess used to be our biggest fans. When I used to ever post a thing on Facebook, you know, the show's out. Listen to the show this week. Within 30 seconds or a minute, every time, them two like, 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 mm-hmm. like. Listen to the show. Now last week, n- put the thing out. Nothing from them. Oh. Yeah. They've gone and had a baby, and now they're too busy to listen to the show. <laughs> well, Isn't that ordinary by them? It is. But uh, from the Chili Nippers, congratulations, guys. That's fantastic. Yeah, it is. Yeah, good. Good is very concerned. He's, the baby will affect his handicap. <laughs> um, he's very concerned. But um, I think someone posted a picture of a, a baby seat in a golf cart the other day, so he could be okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Yes. So, but yeah, that's it. So that's that's my um, that's the preview of, of what we're doing. So we might we've got plenty of golf coming up in the first couple of weeks. Me away for a while, but then Perth we could get some more golf in and uh and we'll do what we can. Now, but, that, but that's it. I said that's I've got all of January, all of February free as in in the local area to play all the golf in the world. So if any of you listeners out there and you want a game of golf, hit me up. I um will be available. And I'm sure we will be fitting some rounds in in that time. Now, question. Yes. A fair little, uh, 
few pods ago, we just we were chatting, and you said you had some big news, and you were annoyed that no one asked you what the big news was. <laughs> is that got something to do with this, or is that something different? No, no, not at all. No, no, it wasn't news. It was a, it was a discovery. It was a discovery. <laughs> it wasn't. There's a difference between big news and an amazing scientific discovery. Did you discover this, or did someone else? Now, someone, someone discovered it. Our, our good friend, um, lunatic of the week, Bryce Moisson, discovered it. <laughs> okay. Is, is this is this a lunatic of the week uh, segment? Well, look, it we isn't. But I suppose I wasn't ready for this, but I will. I'll, I'll, I'll announce the discovery. Now, this is this is going to be the greatest letdown of all time. <laughs> I'm a weirdo, yeah, I'm a weirdo. People looking at me crazy, I don't care though. I'm a weirdo, weirdo. Because <laughs> you Are were you very annoyed that no one had asked you about it. I was. And I made I a was. note of it to make it next pod, and I've thought about it every pod since. Well, all right, yeah, yeah. Well, what it was, and 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 it works better if you're there and are uh, shown it um, physically. Okay. What happened? So. Did you know? Now, if you know this, I'll be I'll be pissed off no end because uh, everyone. So, because he showed me in the office, and I showed the next person, and we showed everyone in the office, and they were just stunned beyond belief. So, batteries. You've got batteries. Mm -hmm. Flat batteries bounce. Yeah. Where full batteries don't bounce. Did you know that? I did know that. How did you? uh, I didn't know that. I was amazed. He showed so we had some just some normal sort of AAA batteries, and we you, you get them about 20, 25 centimeters above your desk. Yeah. And if you drop a fully brand new battery, it just goes bloop. And you drop a flat battery, it bounces. Yeah, I I, I seen that on oh, like it was like an Instagram or a, something on t- like one of those things that you follow and they um, just give you little quirky things like that. But I actually did know that. Sorry. I was stunned because he told me and I, I didn't believe him at all and he showed me. And when you do it in front of you, it's, it's stunning. It's, uh, it's life-changing and everyone in our office was amazed. <laughs> well, that's, that's this week's Weirdo of the Week. Yeah. Um, Speaking right. of now, Weirdo of the Week, can I actually want a weirdo the whole country of New Zealand? Right, eh? What for? What well, have they done? Look, I've been here four and a half years, nearly five years. And I've noticed some differences between Australia and New Zealand, and obviously New Zealand's got it wrong. Um, so, what? I know, firstly, over here, they just don't wear shoes. People just don't wear them at all. Um, like to the well, supermarkets and yeah, to the supermarket exactly to the shopping centre. It's like, not a good look, I don't think, when you're walking around a supermarket barefooted. Looks terrible. Or was it like their version of High Point Shopping Centre or or Chatston Shopping Centre the other day? So it's a Saturday, beautiful weather, nice day. In the shopping centre, there was a couple, a girl and a boy, and they were reasonably well-to-do, you could tell, and all that. She had no shoes on at all, and he was getting around in socks. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, wor- that's, that's worse than bare feet. Yeah, that's, yeah, that was ridiculous. When should you How ever get go- – give me a scenario. With, like, that's, that, when should you get around in socks? At, at home before uh, you go to bed. Yeah. Um, maybe at a doctor's surgery if you've got to take your shoes off to – well, a display home, display home. You can get around in socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I actually do, but not, not, not the shopping centre. No, definitely not. Not, not yeah. So yeah, that, that stunned me that this couple and they said well to do and 
all that sort of stuff. But yep, no shoes, and he was in socks. Oh, I uh, was, uh, like a like a jumping castle was a good spot for socks. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yes, that'll do. So that was one of the things <laughs> I weirdoed about New Zealand. That was the one. Wasn't an inflatable re- supermarket? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, I'm in the car all the time listening to the radio. As you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of the radio and listen to it lots. The radio over here, they don't know what they're doing. They're horrible at it. Um, first, the weather report. The weather is that bad over here that, you know, the, the, the weather in, in, in Australia. So you wake up in the morning, cool, calm, fine to mild, early morning fog patches, clearing the showers about the ranges. That's how the weather should be. Yep. Over here, they'll go, the weather today will be fine with showers, fog, and rain all day. Well, it's not fine. They tell you it's going to be fine, but then tell you that it's going to be 90 kilometre hours winds, rain, fog, and, and mist all day. So I don't, I just don't think they understand what fine means. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough, because that doesn't sound fine to me. Now, here's one you'll like. Quizzes. You love a quiz, don't you? Love a quiz. And the thing is, with quizzes these days, you don't have to know the answers to get the quiz right. You just know how to need to know how to do quizzes, which is simple, right. isn't it? Yep. Right. Well, firstly, so as, as this is the quiz I get every morning when I get in the car. There's a quiz on the radio. It's the 10 questions. If you get all 10 right, you win $1,000. Um, but how much do you reckon you should get for – but they also give you a certain dollar amount for each question. How much do you reckon that would be? I think $100. You would think so. It's 10 <laughs> Oh, So you get 10 for every question. Then if you get them all, you get the bonus of the yeah. – so if you get three or four questions, you get thirty dollars, yep. which is you've rang up and got on the radio. Ten dollar bonus at the end if you get the tenth question right. Yeah. But the thing is, too, you can have as many guesses as you want until you get it right. Yeah. Right. So uh, w- one of the questions will be like, yeah, who who won the preliminary final on the weekend? So uh, so you want me to get a few wrong just to uh, just just answer it. Melbourne. No. Who who? Collingwood. Yep, there you go. If you get one, you can. So they, they have true or false questions, and the person will go, true? And they'll go, no, and they'll go, oh, gee, I don't know then. I thought it was true. <laughs> Just guess false. <laughs> and the two, like they ask, how many children has Alicia, uh, Alicia Keys got? Or how many, children, how many children has Pink got? Three. No, just one, two, three, four, five, six. Until yeah. they say oh, right. Oh, that was going to go. That's all you've got to do. <laughs> they go, oh, three? Oh, I don't know. Um, oh, you know, I don't know any other numbers in the world. I'm only going to guess three. <laughs> so, like, when there's a tennis question, right? So they said, and you don't even, if there's a tennis question, what's the answer? Come uh, on. Serena Williams. Yep, exactly. <laughs> That's all you have to do. Because <laughs> they're not hard that's exactly right. The same here too. They do. There's always which New Zealand singer done something. Name a New Zealand singer. There's only one. Uh, Lord. Lord. <laughs> Lord is the only New Zealand singer. Fair Dinkum. I listen to this quiz every morning. So, so as I said, I reckon they ask probably a music question four out of the five times of the week, and every time the answer is Lord. So all these people listen to the radio every morning, hear this quiz every morning. And they get a music question, they go, oh, I don't know. <laughs> it just drives me mad. You don't have to know the answers to get them right, except for the All Blacks. There's always an All Black question, and you have to know every single All Black, um, and I don't know any of them. Uh, all right, so, so we're putting all of New Zealand on as we know the week. Yep. And also, too, there's nothing to drink over here. There's no cordial and no tang. <laughs> no wonder you're getting out. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm getting out. <laughs> all right. 
let's move on to some since this is a golf podcast. Yep. Let's do a bit of golf talk. What do you reckon of that? Okay. What have you got? Because I've got a new segment, a new golf segment, if you want, Ooh. that I haven't run by at all. All right. So what segment have you got for us, Rolls? I reckon we should open the Chili Dippers Hall of Fame. Okay. Go- I like where this is going. There, there probably is a golf Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, so just anything golf? Yeah, anything golf, but I reckon we open it. We start our own Chili Dippers Golf Hall of Fame. Love it. All right. Love I've got it. the first nominee. Right. So what, you just nominate and I, if, if I agree it's in? Is that how this works? Oh, I even reckon if you disagree it's still in. <laughs> <laughs> but let's hopefully you do agree and then it's in. It's, 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 just the chili, it's not the Chili Dipper Hall of Fame. Yeah, fair enough. All right. If you agree, if you agree we'll put them in. That's, okay. Yeah, that's, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> right, what do you All got? Right, now, the first guy I'm going to nominate is... Byron Nelson. Okay. Are you aware of Byron Nelson? Tell me, tell me why you're nominating Byron Nelson. Well, because the, the golf tournament they had on the, a few weekends ago was the Byron Nelson Classic or the Byron Nelson Invitational or yep. whatever it is. Yep. Now, so I had a look at how good Byron Nelson was. And that, what, that's what reminded me was one of the golfers, uh, Keegan Bradley, won his first tournament in seven years or something the other day. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yep. So that, and that happens regularly. The, the in really a playoff, good come from behind. Tour. Sorry? Yeah, he won in a playoff, come from behind. Yeah, exactly. The really good players on tour still only win once or twice a year or once every three or four years, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Byron Nelson in 1945 won 18 out of 35 tournaments and was runner-up seven times. Wow, that's a big year. That is in the proper PGA tournament, yep. And won 11 tournaments in a row. Wow, How, is he still alive? How old is he? Like, that was in 1945. Oh, 45. Yep. Wow. Yep. Oh, that's what reminded me. Yeah, my boy Bryson DeChambeau won two weeks in a row, and they were going berserk. He won two tournaments in a row, and it was ridiculous and all that. He won 11 in a row and 18 of 35, and also he had 113 top 20 finishes in a row. Shit. Yeah, well, congratulations, Byron Nelson. You are the first inductee into the Chili Dippers Hall of Fame. There you go. There's me with some golf talk for you. And you, you actually sound genuinely interested yeah, in yeah. that. Oh, yeah, I like that. And, okay, speak, i got, I got something to discuss. So uh, next week or week, you have your, you put in the next nominee. Yep, okay. Yep. Um, your boy, uh, Bryson DeChambeau. Yep, Bryson D. Champ. We all know he plays with the single-length clubs. Yep. I was listening to a podcast the other day, um, and it was the Shack House podcast, and they were interviewing one of the guys from, I think he's from Golf Digest or, I think, no, Golf Magazine. Yeah, yep. And he was, he was discussing them, and he has Ooh. nearly got me wanting to go out and buy it. He, the way he spoke about it and how he thinks that everybody should be using them, and they're, and they're actually not as silly as everyone thinks. He nearly can convince me that it, that's the only way to go. Well, um, if, if there was a set there ready to go, I would try them. I'd I would love to. It. Yep. And one of the things he said, he said, like, imagine like going to the. He said he goes to the driving range. He just takes one club. He just hits it over and over and over and over and over again. Because <laughs> when he gets out in the course, it doesn't matter. He just puts that same swing, but it's just got a different head on it. Yeah, there and just you go. the ball just goes a different different distance. I just, yeah, mate. The more I think about it, the more sense it makes. 
Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yep, yep. No, I'm with you. Um, has your boy at the pro shop got a set of them? I don't know. What, maybe we, I don't know. We could, maybe we could doctor some up. We could just buy a bunch of secondhand ones and cut them all to the same length and get them re-gripped. Yeah, not sure that's exactly right. I think there has <laughs> no, to be a no. bit more. Yes, yep. Oh, actually, I'm back down to one set of golf clubs. I sold my New Zealand set the other day too. Oh, geez, you might, you might, that might have bought you an extra day of your, um, Reti- that's funding my. That's funding a week of my retirement. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I would love the. I would love to try the single length clubs. If um, yeah, or, or there's got to be a set out there for us to try. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll find a set somewhere. Surely, even if we got a, uh, it, might be a bit hard to hire some. But but yeah, I'd love yeah. to give that a go. Yeah, he re- he really talked it up about how how much easier yeah. they are to hit and it just simplified the whole thing. Yeah, it has to be. Yep, no, I'm, I'm all for it too. No, it's got, got me convinced and yeah, you don't have to sell it to me at all. Jeez, then we could nearly go, if, they, if you could have a detachable head, imagine how easy traveling would be. Just take one shaft yeah. and a little bag full of heads and just each shot just <laughs> replace it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I, I agree. Um, that's the way to go for sure. Okay, Rolls, we're going to move on now to a segment. We're going to do a little bit of question time. Are you happy with that? Yeah, absolutely, mate. Love it. Welcome, welcome to question, to time. question time. All right. First question is from our, one of our most loyal listeners, and, he, and I know he's been waiting eagerly to have this question answered. This All comes right. in from Ian Popel. Popes. Uh, what's Ian got for us? He says, hi, Chili Dippers. You know what I love? I love how, and the chili's got the little emoji, the little chili emoji. I love that the uh, oh, iPhone's had Emoji that. dippers, has it? Yeah, it's just got emoji dippers. Uh, very good. A quick question for you next time you have them on your podcast. Uh, this is, he sent this in a little while ago, so apology to Popes. After seeing Black Bull just post a bloke getting a hole in one, it made me think. For a golf course, what is the under and over for the number of hole in ones in a calendar year. Oh yeah, question, I reckon. Now, just before you, before you yeah. think, about it, the uh, guy that yeah. actually had the hole in one was a, a friend of mine who just lives down the road, Jeff Charlton, but fairly handy golfer, plays off close to scratch, um, and he's actually had two holes in ones on this golf course. Um, on the two harder go- uh, actual, there's two really easy uh, or easier par threes and two really difficult ones, and, he, and he's hold out in the two difficult ones, which is. Oh, yeah, so the long one and the one at the bull ring. Yeah, yeah, because how cool yeah. would it be? Like, if you had those two, how might, how hard would you be trying the other two? Imagine imagine getting the uh, Grand Slam. Oh, running the rack at the course, yeah, yeah. that would be real cool. That would be real cool. So, yeah, how many do you reckon a golf course? We could probably Google this, um, but we well, haven't. If you go, remember you go into a lot of golf clubs and you see those honour boards? Yeah. Um, and the honour boards with hole-in-ones sort of thing, there's, I reckon if you average it two a year sort of thing, two or three a year. On a, on a, like I reckon the Jubilees and Waldaras and, and Yarrawongas and all that. Blackpool might be a bit different because it probably doesn't get the real big traffic that a lot of the, those courses get. But I reckon the, I reckon I reckon it'd be under ten, but up up maybe three to five a year. Yeah, that sounds pretty. And would it would it matter what course you played? Like are the uh, is it, are you gonna have less at and not knocking Jubilee or Waldara, but you're probably having better golfers, say, play Royal Melbourne or like it, then maybe the holes are harder. Does that? No, yeah, no, I reckon it wouldn't matter too much on the on the courses. Because look, a lot of the holes in ones are, are the old ladies hitting a three wood and running along the ground the whole way to the hole sort of yeah, thing too. Yeah, true. 
So I've just done a little bit of Googling while I was while, I, while you were talking there, and not that it's, this answers the question, but it's worth noting. It says, oh, there's an actual a national hole-in-one registry. Oh, yeah. yeah, it says the National Hole in One Registry also says that there are roughly 450 million rounds of golf played each year. In the, this is in the US. Oh, right, in the US, yep. Or approximately 25,000 to 30,000 per course. All right. Each yeah. of those courses report between 10 to 15 aces per year. Well, that kind of does answer the question. Oh, all right. Um, yeah. That means a hole in one is scored once in every 3,500 rounds. Three thousand five hundred. Right? Yeah, right, yeah, right. So if you have the course, yeah, right. Like that, 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 there you go. That answers it. Um, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so th- th- we're assuming those courses have got a fair bit of traffic on them and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, if they're they're local courses like the ones around us with a bit less traffic, um, we could probably get it down to that five that we said. So let's say we were right. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Radio. Another question. I've got another question coming in from Drago, Craig Patrick. Ah, uh, the great, yeah, yeah, good man, good man, Drago. Now, our, uh, a couple of podcasts ago, we mentioned uh, our last day when we're in, uh, where were we? Queensland. Queensland. And we had that oh. little, the little poker story got thrown in there. Ah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, that actually got a, that got a lot of people, I got a lot of um, people commenting on that, that they really enjoyed the the poker story, which was interesting. Oh, well, yeah, it was, it was, oh, it was, it was a funny night. Yeah. So, Drago's uh, obviously listening to that podcast, and his question's related to that, he says, he sent me a text message. Hey, Disco. On the poker theme from this week's pod, how about your top four favourite starting hands from both under the gun and on the button? Gee. Um, if anyone doesn't know, on the button means when you're the dealer. You've got the dealer button in front of it. Under the gun means you're first to, first to bet. So, that, so it does change a little bit. But dealer, you're last to bet, aren't you? Yes, yes. So let's yeah, just so, so let's just let's just ign- let's just just do your top four st- uh, favorite starting hands if you have All any. right. Um, well, gee, uh, me or you first? Who's going? You can go because I know where you're going. Well, look, look, pocket aces is pretty hard to go past as one of your favorites. Yeah, look, if you're getting fair income, a lot of the the, the same with pocket aces is you know they're they're made to. Um, Lose a big pot or win a small pot, but if, uh, if you get if it comes down to it and you get to pick, just take you can't you can't ever start underdog with aces. So you you yeah. just want to get your money in favourite. Like people like yeah. low suited connectors and all that. I'll take pocket jacks as hard as they are over four or five suited any day because you start in front. Yeah, yep. Um, but yeah, but if we if we're getting to to favourites that that aren't necessarily relative to strong, I do love getting uh, ten jack suited. Yeah, yeah. Ten jack suited. Um, for some reason, I like tens. Um, well, but yeah, and I do like yeah the little running connections. But yeah, so top four. So I'd go aces, aces, kings, um, <laughs> queens, jacks. <laughs> ten, ten jack suited. Oh, then no. And then the sentimental favourite. Yes, is this is where I thought you were going. Pocket twos because pocket um, twos. when we were in Vegas a few years ago, when we were playing the big the big tournament, the big poker <laughs> tournament in the what big. casino were we in? <laughs> the Hard Rock. We're in the Hard Rock Cafe in their big poker tournament, people <laughs> everywhere, all sorts of things. And me, you and one other kid got to the final three, I remember. And I remember saying to you, look, let's not knock each other out. We'll just go quietly. We'll knock this kid out. Then me and you can split the winnings. And so then the first comes hand comes out, and I got a ripping strong hand. I can't remember what it was. And you bet, 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 and I had to take all your money, so you were gone. 
And then it was me and some other kid heads up, and I had the big stack too. And we, we sort of passed in, passed in a few. And then I got pocket twos. So I pushed him all in, um, and he's in, and he had ace something. And then the flop come down, ace something, something. So he's got t- he's got pair a of pair of aces against my twos. But then fourth street was uh, the was third a, was two. A duck peeled off. Yep, and, and the last was a blank. So my three twos won the huge Las Vegas poker tournament. So that was <laughs> so pocket twos have got a, a, a little soft spot in the heart for me there. Yeah, I must admit, having a, a low pocket pair, uh, I do like, is if you do hit a set on the flop, which is... Uh, um, it, it is, it's disguised. Like the people sitting uh, with ace-king and might hit their ace exactly like you just described there. You, you can win massive pots doing that. Um, yeah. And while we're talking poker, and people enjoyed our last poker story, let me just tell another little one which, which you were involved in, which I often think about, and it makes me chuckle to myself every single time. <laughs> when we were in, on our last little Macau trip, we were crossed yeah. at uh, Typo on the other side. and we Because yeah. Macau doesn't have too many... Uh, poker tournaments or even poker rooms really so we went across the Taupo to try to find one we just wanted to play a little sit and go and when th- we found one I think it was like 50 bucks or 80 bucks to enter so we thought that'll do so I went to hand the cash over but in as you'd be aware but our listeners might not in that sort of area the two um, islands have different currency so I had the wrong currency so I had to go to the ATM to get out some <laughs> some uh, typo cash yeah, some potatoes. And and little did I know at this time, you've said to the, the tournament director, as I'm walking off, do you know who that is? <laughs> <laughs> and he's gone, and, and he's gone, yeah, he looks familiar. Who and you've gone, that's Luke Clark. And you and, <laughs> and he's gone, oh, that's right, it is too. And he's gone, and you told him I'm Australia's best poker player. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm coming back from the ATM ready to hand me 80 bucks over and uh, this bloke's bending bowing down to me going Mr. Clark Mr. Clark if you don't want to sit at this table we've got a high rollers game going out the back that you'd like would you like to come play in that and I'm thinking why the fuck is he asking <laughs> if I want to play in this and I said what's what's at the back he goes oh they're playing $10,000 um, buy-in I'm thinking who's he thinking and I'm going, and then I'm looking at you and you're killing yourself. And then he sort of walked away to sort of talk to a few people and you've told me what's going on. <laughs> that you've told him this and he thinks I'm the Australia's best poker player. And as he's come back, he's asked me again. I've, and I've had to sort of just play up to it. So I've just gone, oh, nah. Nah, look, I'll, I'll give the high rollers, Miss Knight. I just want to, my friend here doesn't have much, but he just wants to play in this $80 tournament. I'll just sit for a bit of fun and play. So the cards get dealt. I've got about 10 people on the rail looking over my shoulder. <laughs> Because he's, he's told everybody, I reckon I lasted three hands and was out. And then he let me, he's grabbed me again, going, Mr. Clark, Mr. Clark, the, the whole roller game's still going out the back if you, if you want to play that till your friend finishes up. Uh, <laughs> I, do, I do remember that. Yeah, that's gold. Right. Yeah, did uh, put you under the pump there a little bit. Yeah, no, that, that was good, good fun. Yeah. Oh, anyway, uh, maybe we should wrap, wrap this non-golf podcast up right about now, Rolls. We've gone long enough, I think. Yeah, I think we have, mate. Yeah, no, that was good. That's yeah, that was that was a good story. There, I enjoyed that, mate. <laughs> All right, so there you go, boys. We we'll hope you answered your questions. I uh, hope you enjoyed the other, the little bonus uh, poker poker story, which we there's plenty more where that come from. Yep. Any last words before we go, Rolls? No, mate, no, no. Um, let's hopefully we can just get me back to Australia safely and start doing some golf pods. Let's do that. And until then, thanks for listening, and we will see you on the next pod. 
Chili Dippers out. Lessons a day. We're working on the swing and talking trash. Did another.